Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, Clitorati. It's summer, and we know you all are super busy with all your fun in the sun. We wanted to create a short, impactful series of episodes with tangible tips to make your summer the juiciest, steamiest, and most fun summer packed with pleasure. So for the month of August, we're going to be featuring a month-long summer pleasure series to help our listeners increase their libidos, cultivate sexual confidence, and deepen intimacy in all relationships, including yourself, so that your sex and communication is on fleek. For the first episode of our summer pleasure sessions, we are introducing the distinction worthiness, one of my favorites. And inside of our definition, worthiness is your access to generosity with yourself and others. And so what we've done is we actually created a series of videos. And this is our little banter in front of my YouTube video that I did. So you guys get the real inside behind the scoop. Katie and Madison have just watched my video. So we're going to have a little intro. They're going to ask you some questions and then we'll give you guys the audio. And if you want to hop over to our YouTube page, the link in our show notes will be there. You can always do that to see my beautiful face (laughs) in front of my bright red wall. (laughs) It's actually coral. But, But yeah, so in this episode, we talk about In the YouTube video that I did, I talked about sexual confidence, right? And if your body image is really affecting your sexual confidence, I debunk a few myths about what sexual confidence is and what it isn't, and really talk about the difference between body love versus body liberation and how that's really what we want to strive for, because that was one of the key things that really helped me with my, my, my sexual confidence in the bedroom. So you guys just watched it. What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was great. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> you look so hot in the video. So hot. <laughs> Thank so you. Hot. Say more. <laughs> <laughs> I especially um, fucking loved when you were really talking about common responses that people will say when someone expresses how they feel about their body and be like, you look so perfect the way that you are. And I just was like, yes to fuck that response. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we saying that to each other? We're not actually listening to each other, first mm-hmm. of all. And I just wanted to say thank you for validate, like validating me because I haven't really been working out as much and your video made me be like stamp of approval. That's the move for me right now is to not work out as much because it's not yeah. fucking about that. It's not going to get me the answer. It's not. If you're not saying that though, like what do you say? Is, it, is the general rule now like this is how I feel because I grew up in a – home and really in a world where everyone's oh you look great like they're constantly commenting on mm-hmm. your body and I really since having my son I'm like oh I have to be really sensitive about this and I'm really sensitive when like families around and because they I feel like generations before us mm-hmm. naturally do it and I think I would too if I wasn't in this conversation and I think is the general rules don't comment on your I body? I, like, don't, I, don't think that, body? I don't think that there's any rule. It's really more of an internal conversation and the subconscious work that we're doing for ourselves to 
separate, right? The paradigm that we were raised in is a lot of your self-worth is based on your looks. And Mm -hmm. it really takes something to unlearn that. So even Mm -hmm. like you asking that question, Katie, what's the right thing to do? It doesn't matter. Like it, it matters, but it's really the internal work for us because even asking that, like our hope for your son is that he doesn't have his physical appearance tied to his worthiness but it's so ingrained in us it's almost like a complete paradigm shift right like how do you unlearn that even in pilates yesterday like i'm four months pregnant right now and this woman who i've done pilates with forever she was like you look so good and it really did make me feel good it yeah yeah of course but can you imagine body confidence is a fluid thing just like sexual confidence right sometimes we have good days and sometimes we have bad days so in that moment that made you feel really good but then there are times when you're like not feeling great what if that conversation just didn't take up real estate in our brains yeah like we literally unlearned it I feel like I've unlearned a lot of it because a lot of your video, I was like, oh, I used to really be able to relate to this. And like now, like since really since I had Cooper, mm. I feel like that totally changed my body image mm. of myself because I I have body dysmorphia. I don't mm. actually ever really know what I look like. So I don't weigh myself. I go by like how my clothes fit and I don't, I absolutely can look and appreciate myself in the mirror. But I don't, that stuff just doesn't really come up for me as much anymore. The thing that really comes up as far as like worthiness goes is I will work and work before I will ever make time for my pleasure. And I think there's something in there of, yes, I have limited time and I'm, I pay people for the time I get to work Mm because I have to have someone taking care of my kids, my kid, almost kids. And so I think there's something in there of worthiness of where I'm like not worthy to pay someone for me to be able to relax. Like I have to work during that time because it has to be productive time. Otherwise, I do feel guilty. So it's not so much like body image, Mm -hmm. but it is in the worthiness conversation. And that's what your video really made me think about. And that's great, Katie. So like inside of the worthiness conversation, that's what comes up for you. And we were talking about sexual confidence in the video. So a lot of, for a lot of people, that was a common thing. And what you're pointing to is the paradigm in which your unworthiness shows up. And I think inside of pleasure parameters, which is a distinction from our sex and empowerment signature masterclass, part of the worthiness conversation, right, which is access to being generous with both yourself and others. Mm -hmm. First step really is identifying the current paradigm to which you're operating. And it sounds like you're starting to do that, right? You're starting to see, oh, do I have this conversation that I'm not worthy to pay someone? Okay, let's dig into that. And you can uncover the current paradigm before we can, it's almost like a blind spot, right? When we can start to identify the blind spot or the paradigm that we're operating in inside of worthiness, then we can start to see, oh, I, wow, I didn't realize that machinery was there running the show. Oh, I have another choice. And so maybe oh girl, it's... I feel like you just opened Pandora's box for me. Yes, I absolutely <laughs> have a lot of limiting stuff around my worthiness when it comes to money. So yeah, and that's and that's my entire life and something that I need to look more into that. So it's like, what's the paradigm that you're currently operating in around your worthiness? And what's the pivot that would actually have it show up with ease for you? 
And the first step mm-hmm. is really just identifying it, which you're starting to do, which is amazing. Hiring people for more time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I, exactly. like, don't, I wouldn't do that. I don't do that. But cool, see, see ca- you. Ca- catch Look, yourself. On you air just, transformation. You ju- but you got to catch yourself too. Like you just said, I don't do that. I won't do that. Yeah. You're creating that you won't do that. You know what I mean? I know. Totally. I'm listening that maybe you do start doing that. <laughs> and I can see I you know. more. And we can hang you out. Know the thing- <laughs> I know. And I, I can rub your feet. Yes. My bare hands. Oh, my God. You guys. Yeah. I'm going to throw is, a curveball in here. The thing that's there for me is that I like to be with my, like, okay, so this goes back to, like, values conversation. I want to work and then I want to be with my kids. That is, like, my priority that's my priority and I actually do get a lot of pleasure from that but there is something like missing for me like as a mom and solo time where I I don't prioritize my friends over my kids I want to be with my kids I want to be with my husband yeah and I need time by myself and then I think I think that's the missing thing I do get a little bit but watching your video I was like oh like I am not really worthy <laughs> like in in the sense of the video right? I'm like mm-hmm. oh I'm I, I know that I am but my actions aren't reflecting that and I hadn't even identified it until watching it until watching your video and now having this conversation and, um, and but yeah there, and, but then there's friends and that that's a whole other thing of I don't even know when and the crazy thing yeah. about worthiness is it's a fluid conversation. It's an ongoing conversation that you have to continue to keep alive. It's not like you can one day declare, oh, I'm worthy, and then not peel back the layers of the onion. It's, yeah, you had a breakthrough in your body confidence. This is the next layer of the onion for you inside of the worthiness conversation. I know. And I'm about to have two kids, so then I'm going to want to give <sighs> them like each more like, individual time individual time yeah individual time is so important mm. already Ugh. the other day I like texted Katie as I just I don't know it was like it was if I was texting my mom and like she didn't took me hours she took hours to get back to me but <laughs> she eventually did and she was like I'm gonna get to you I'm gonna get to you okay wait sugar <laughs> you said you were gonna throw a curveball in here what were we gonna say as always that is my job <laughs> that's thank why I'm god. here thank that's god why. I cease to exist to throw these fucking click curveballs all day every day yeah so what came up for me total polar opposite than katie of course is Mm. so i'm polly as everybody Mm -hmm. knows if you don't know you just are must be a new listener to clit talk (laughs) (laughs) but i welcome to our little cult here so i am polly and summer is uh, the new season of summer is it's awakening all of our poly senses like we're ready to get out and play with people and this and that and i am going out of town on a father-daughter trip and my partner has a date with one of my sister goddesses she's a good friend of mine she's been a friend of ours for years this is what i'm comfortable with is like my partner being with like my friends there's a word for that it's called a gatherer I am a gatherer and that being said she has a really fine ass body and I noticed I noticed this little dialogue like when you said worthy it's not gonna just be like you're worthy one day and then it's gonna go away forever there's like the deeper layers of work to do and so I realized this thought that I was having of comparing Mm. my body to her body I was like, she is skinnier than me. She's got more abs than I do. I have two abs. She has like 10 abs. I like started going, I like started comparing. And I was able to just witness that and just be like, okay, I see those thoughts happening. 
they feel really real right now, but I know that they're not. Okay, hold on. And so your video really brought that up of me of, wow, okay, so it's not my own, I'm not even having sex with my partner, but I'm having the idea of him having sex with this woman who has like a super tight bod. It hasn't even happened yet, but I started to be insecure about my own body. And I'm working through that at this exact moment. So your video came at a really helpful time for me to just free me up from that conversation. But it does. It's like a, oh, okay. So there's just a little bit more work to do here now. And it presented itself as an opportunity. I'm so glad you bring up comparison because releasing comparison is one of a really important pivotal pillar inside of worthiness and comparison is very natural, right? Like it's the way that we learn. We learn how to walk and write and communicate through comparison. Like it's a way of life. And the problem is when we constantly compare ourselves to others in a negative, like deconstructive way, it becomes an unhealthy habit, right? Do you, like you said, you look at other people's bodies and you compare yourself unfavorably. So, you know, I think, you know, something that you can do is really start to look at the impact, right? Who do you compare yourself to? What do you tell yourself? And then really think about like, how is that affecting your life? How is that comparison game affecting your life? And are you committed to letting that comparison go? And why? And really get clear on like why it's important for you to release that comparison. And then the other thing is if you got present to, if I no longer compared for you, Madison, as my body to others, like how would it feel? Like what's on the other side of that? If I no longer compared my bodies, like what would I start to do with that time that I'm, like I said, that real estate that is like in your mind comparing yourself Totally. Yeah. What I do. Okay. So in terms of the impact, the yesterday I had sex with my husband and I noticed the thought creep in of about her body. Like I was like, and I saw the thought and let it go. But what happened with the impact was I was no longer present to the experience I was having. And I like cognitively had to like, <laughs> like notice what I was thinking, let go of it clear it and then get back in the moment with my husband so like luckily Mm -hmm. I redirected but the impact is I'm not going to be present to the moment that I'm in I'm not here there's I'm not able to contribute my energy when I'm in that conversation and it's so interesting too it's like my partner hasn't slept with another woman in like over a year so I feel like it's so perfect given the context of the conversation that of course it gets to be this time that it's with an archetype of a person that I ha- he hasn't explored with, which is someone who I would consider to have a better body than me. I must admit, even though I've been poly for five years, I had been in a comparison of, I just hope I'm hotter than whoever my husband wants to fuck at this play party. I have yeah. totally... Can they just not be as hot as me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes it like, so easy. Can I just, be, can I just be a little hot? And it's all <laughs> inside of that unhelpful paradigm that we keep right. pointing at. It's just... It's not helpful, right? So one thing that you can do, it's really training and it takes time, right? To really start living inside, to to pivot into a different paradigm, it takes time and it takes practice. And one thing that I could offer right now is when those thoughts do creep in, catch yourself, right? And stop yourself, not helpful. And then just say to yourself, like, I release the need to compare myself to others because it's really tough to, especially when we're using affirmations, if we try to go too positive with it, I'm hot, you're just going to, your ego is just going to argue with yourself. No, you're not. But if we pick something neutral to pattern interrupt the thoughts, 
then it can really lead to building up to the point where you do look at yourself in the mirror. You're like, fuck yeah. I know and what mine is. You can, yeah, okay. What's your. I'm delicious. <laughs> there you go. I'm delicious. And then what if you, what if it was like, when you, when those thoughts came and you said, not helpful, I'm delicious and I hold space for everyone to be delicious. Yeah, that's hot. It's okay for everyone to be delicious. Yeah. You yeah, do absolutely. hold space for everyone to be de- delicious. You really do. <laughs> I think that's who I fucking am, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. might be totally. commitment. That's so my commitment is that everyone feels fucking delicious. Yep. And so Man. that's like, yeah, exactly. It takes a that. higher consciousness to be a poly person as a heterosexual <laughs> monogamous married woman. I'm like, whoa, that would bother me too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I don't you. put myself in those types of situations. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm not, not evolved enough to be a poly person. I think. Oh my yeah. god, I'll kill a bitch. Actually, Katie, I have I a theory. A bitch. I will kill a bitch. She said I would kill. I a bitch. want you. All, I know you're already on my team, but like, I know who I need on my team if I ever need someone to kill a bitch. Hey, I got you. <laughs> so, yeah. actually, have a theory about you, Katie, and I've yeah. never shared it with you. I was oh, gonna great. wait to tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna sit to tell you on air. So oh I have this God. theory. Just yeah, <laughs> I've told Lindsay, and we died about. We laughed. Oh okay, my okay. God. <laughs> okay, so Katie, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> Both the kids are off to college now, right? <laughs> They're off to college. They're 18, and you and Ethan are like the biggest swingers in LA. <laughs> <laughs> you just like. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Just because you're monogamous doesn't mean that I'm not interested in going to sex parties and stuff and being with my partner in kinky, sexy situations. Exactly. But a swinger, I know that's not just what a swinger is, but that's pretty funny. Actually, technically it is because there are plenty. I've been to sex parties where couples go and they are just voyeurs. But to some people, that would still be considered a swinger. So Madison, wait a minute. Is Katie already a swinger? (laughs) No, that's not the definition of a swinger. I just said the course. (laughs) schooled it is not it is not just no i'm not talking about the textbook definition i'm talking about if you told some of your i'll call them less edgy friends (laughs) that you went to sex parties they might categorize you as a swinger already because you watch other people you do other things yeah just because they don't even know anything about it, you know, exactly like, that that they would be like, oh, she's a weird sex person. That's, they probably yeah. think that because I have a show called Clit Talk. They've never listened to this show, so they don't even know the context, the deeper context of like how exactly. deep and meaningful these conversations are and why this show is so important. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that that is definitely the probably societal view. People probably have a lot of yeah. misconceptions. Yeah, about they think me. anyone who goes to a sex party is a swinger, even if they're and they assume everyone's having an orgy even though i've been to parties and plenty of couples just go like once or twice a year they stay fully clothed they just watch because it's like hot to them there's, there's yeah. many different voyeurism to- is really a, it's a kink it's yes. specifically it's a specific kind of kink mm-hmm. and i don't know if i like to necessarily watch other people but when i went to the sex party i was watched and that was super hot that was a kink for you being watched that was a kink for me yep all right like well three people <laughs> There you go. Not a room. You guys were the main event. Let's be honest. There you have it. I'm really, I'm really glad we cleared that up. Katie is not technically a swinger, but she is still a freak. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> all right. So. I feel like doing this show is a kink for me. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
And, for, and let's great. be honest. Let's be honest. They always say blondes have more fun. I really think freaks have more fun. Freaks <laughs> definitely have more freaks fun. Freaks have the most fun. Okay. Anyways. Okay, so before, let's not forget to send them. <laughs> yes. What's coming next after this? Is that you're going you're gonna to be hearing the audio from my YouTube video. I go into some specific tips about sexual confidence and body liberation journey and a really incredible journal exercise that you can do straight from our 21 Day Self-Love Resets. Enjoy. Enjoy. Is your body image affecting your sexual confidence in the bedroom? Are you stuck inside your head so much that you can't even enjoy yourself? If you can relate, don't worry. I've got you covered. I know for me, I struggle enough with my body image. When it manages to creep into the bedroom, it can be the most frustrating thing. You just want to enjoy yourself. You want to enjoy the pleasure and the amazing experience you're having. And all you can think about is, oh my God, are my thighs jiggling? Or, oh my God, do they notice how my stomach looks at this angle? You can't enjoy anything that's happening between your legs. I like it when someone's head is between my legs, but that's a totally different video. Okay. So let's talk about how you can have freedom inside of this frustrating situation. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Lindsay. I am one of the hosts of the top rated sexuality podcast, Clit Talk. And welcome to our Clit Talk Summer School. We're doing a month long series this July to help our listeners and you increase your libido, cultivate sexual confidence, and deepen intimacy in all relationships, including your own. So that your sex and communication is on fire this summer and really all year round. So each week we're going to give you a taste of our sex and empowerment signature masterclass by sharing one of our favorite and most powerful distinctions. That is pleasure parameters. So each week we're going to introduce you to a new parameter and share simple ways to have these powerful tools thriving in your life. Are you ready for this week's pleasure parameter? Drum roll please. It's worthiness. My personal favorite. So inside of our programs, we define worthiness as your access to generosity with yourself and others. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I have been really frustrated in the past when people tell me you look beautiful just the way you are, or just learn to love yourself exactly the way you are. These seem like great things to say on the surface, but the problem with these statements is that they live inside of a paradigm of social systems that designate certain bodies as more worthy, healthy, or desirable than others, which can be a huge thing that impacts our sexual confidence. The first step to, and what I like to call it is true body liberation, is to start unwinding that political story we've been told about our bodies our whole lives. Frustrating. I know. Our worth is not based on our looks. I'm going to say that again. Our worth is not based on our looks. And I know that it sounds much easier said than done. And here's the truth. Body confidence can take time and it is fluid for everybody. We all have our good and our bad days, right? So start by being gentle with yourself. And I want you to hear this. I want you to write this down, put it on your mirror, and I want you to say it every day until it's your truth. All bodies are good bodies and pleasure is your birthright. I'm going to say it one more time. All bodies are good bodies and pleasure is your birthright. So at the end of this video, I'm going to share with you a really powerful journal exercise that we use in our 21 day self-love reset that you, that can support you in your body liberation journey starting today.
First, I want to debunk and share a couple of things about sexual confidence that we have learned over interviewing hundreds of sexperts and doctors and porn stars on the podcast. What's up, Nina Hartley? First things first, number one, sexual confidence is not about being good in bed. It's not about having ripped abs or big boobs. <laughs> and it certainly doesn't come from having a lot of sex. I think we all know that one. Number two, Sexual confidence is knowing that you deserve pleasure and being able to communicate clearly what feels good for you and being able to ask for what you want. Really getting clear on that is one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself and your sexual confidence. And number three, just like self-confidence is fluid, sexual confidence is also. So meet yourself wherever you're at and wherever you're at is perfect. So I'm going to jump right into three tips for boosting your sexual confidence. And these have all made a personal difference for me, and I hope that they do for you as well. So number one, discover your personal masturbation style. Explore your body so that you know what you like. Experiment with different edges. Maybe you like romance, right? So maybe you start a personal pleasure practice with drawing yourself a bath and lighting some candles and really letting that essence of romance infuse your masturbation. Maybe you are a little bit more kinky like I am and you want to be tied up and dominated. So try tying one of your arms behind yourself to the bedpost or using an app, an audio porn app like Dipsia to boss you around. The imagination can be endless. And so be willing to really take the time to discover what turns you on so that you can communicate it and practice communicating it. We also have an entire episode about this and we go really in depth into all the different masturbation styles. The link below for our Clip Talk Cliff Notes, we have a great episode all about this and if you want to learn more about your masturbation style. So number two, make the shift from performative sex towards pleasurable sex, okay? Pleasurable experiences. So for me, when I first met my current partner, I didn't realize I was putting on a show. I was doing what I thought he wanted me to do. I was making noises because that's what I had heard in porn. And I thought that's what you were supposed to do. And it was actually a turn off for him because he really wanted to connect with me energetically and know what I authentically wanted. And I have to tell you, him lovingly giving me permission to do that is one of the most powerful things that's ever happened in my sex life. You can really start to do this by practicing mindfulness. And one of my favorite ways to do that is to just close your eyes and to start to focus on the sensations that you're feeling. Just focus on the sensation of touch. It's a really great way to bring yourself out of your head, which is difficult for a lot of us, and back into the moment and really focus on the pleasure rather than feeling like you need to perform. Trust me, it's sexy. And number three, actively generate your body liberation journey or whatever else makes you feel worthy and be generous with yourself. As promised, I'm going to share with you a really powerful journal exercise that we use in our 21-day self-love reset, which is only $37, by the way, link in the description, shameless plug. So this exercise is called Use 25 Words, okay? So if you're driving right now, be sure to pause this recording and come back to it when you have a journal and when it's safe. So now that you have your journal... I want to create a little context for you inside of this journal exercise. So seeing ourselves in a way that is not just related to our physical appearance or our roles that we play is essential, okay? We are so much more 
than the way we look or how we provide for other people. By better understanding our totality, our wholeness, we can begin to embrace our entire selves. In your journal, I want you to describe yourself in 25 words or less without using any physical descriptors, without naming your roles, and don't overthink it. Just write a sentence in a minute or less, and when you read your sentence out loud, you might discover a simple truth about your mission or your vision or a deep desire you have or what brings you pleasure. So here's an example just to kick it off that I did for myself. My example, I am a woman who is proud of her history, aspires to use her creativity, positivity, and looks forward to her future. All right, so go ahead and do that. Have fun with it. You can use this exercise anytime you want. A quick reboot in really who you are as a whole being because that is the sexiest thing we can do is be our whole selves. So thanks so much for being here with me today. I hope this made a difference for you. And be sure to check out the rest of Clit Talk Summer School. You'll get to meet Madison and Katie, my co-hosts. They're super fun. And if you're enjoying this conversation, please click the links below. We always have a ton of free resources in addition to our weekly podcast, Clit Talk, and our flagship Signature Masterclass, which we run once a year, which we will be doing later this year. So thanks for being in this conversation. I hope this made a difference for you. See you on the flip side.